Welcome back to Safe Street Podcast. I'm Lynn. I'm Selbu. I'm Munira. Hi. Karibuni sana. How have you been? Alhamdulillah. How's your week been? Interesting. Some part of it. Care to elaborate? Munira. What's interesting? What has been interesting about your week? Oh, um, for the first time, I got to celebrate Valentine's. Oh, oh, oh wow. How was it? Oh, it was amazing. I was in a group that actually they love, love. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes sense. They love love. As in, Valentine's is such a big issue in this place that I'm in. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting, like people just randomly coming to you, giving you gifts, giving you a flower, offering you free hugs. So yeah, quite interesting. Interesting. Yeah. What did you get? Someone? Did you gift someone something? Oh, yes, 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 I did. Uh, a bouquet of flowers and some chocolates. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cute. What are no, you gifted? Um, so many things actually. It's just random. Every class that I went, I was like, "Oh, be Valentine's. Can you take this?" I was like, "Okay, thank you." So a wide range, as in flowers, sweets, <laughs> chocolates. Yeah. So, that is so sweet. It is. Okay. So how about oh wow. <laughs> well, it was just a day like any other. Uh-huh. For us single people. Mm-hmm. We the our committee. <laughs> yeah, we really don't know what Valentine's is. So it was just another day we were, I was online and seeing beautiful bouquets and just saying oh that's so beautiful oh you two look so good together oh that was me <laughs> on valentine's day oh wow um, <laughs> the I, I didn't see any of that i didn't see any of that i, really? I just so i kept refreshing my my status on whatsapp i kept refreshing my status on instagram i'm looking for someone at least who has celebrated valentine's <laughs> Who I are saw, you following? I saw Monira's extra large bouquet. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. You didn't see that? Yeah. A humongous one. Monira. I saw Monira's Monira's bouquet. I saw it. Tell us. Monira. So Valentine's. Valentine's is actually my anniversary. The day me and my husband actually met. Oh. We rather went for our first first date. What do you call it? Date. Oh yeah, we first met. So there's so many anniversaries, but we try to celebrate all of them because there are sentimental values attached to it. <laughs> Let me, that, that, yeah, makes so. that makes sense. That makes sense. Then. Let me ask, yeah. who remembers uh-huh. the exact date? Um, well, because it was Valentine's then it was, you remembered the date? Was it because it was Valentine's um, Day? Partly because it's a reminder, but... Now, my husband doesn't actually believe in celebrating Valentine's, but he's like, 
since it's already uh, Valentine's, I might as well send something. So, yeah, he's the one who actually remembered, not me. I was busy to actually remember it. Uh, yeah. I but I have about not celebrating Valentine. I don't see yeah. the big deal about it. Um, I'm the team. You either love each other every day or you don't love each other at all. There's no need to make such uh one day to give one day so much attention. That's number one. Or maybe that's the hater me. Maybe I'm just a a hater of love. Kidding. I'm not. But oh my god. <laughs> Taking back. No, I'm not. I, I I love love. I love people in love. Like when I see two people having a good time, I'm like, oh wow, you two look amazing. I'm happy. You, you should. You should, have the, you should have the same. In other people. Me, you know yes, what yourself. I believe, What I believe is for you to be able to love somebody else. You should be able to love yourself. So yeah, true. Epitome of self-love yet. And I still have very many things to unlearn so that I can welcome somebody else into my life. And so for now, wow. I'm content on my own because I, I don't like the idea of being so broken. And then you're going mm -hmm. to project onto somebody else who really has no business being treated badly so let me heal let me unlearn and then maybe one day for now i'm good. Do, do you know do you know what is called that realization to actually reach to that level that's part of emotional intelligence oh wow so i'm actually very 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 proud of you to actually reach there ah mashallah thank you so <laughs> your take on Valentine, um, I really don't have much to say about it. I guess it's changed with time. Like there was a time I was really for Valentine, but now I'm like, yeah, it's just a day like any other day. Maybe it's because I can't relate to it. <laughs> but I have nothing attached to it. So, yeah. Well, so for my celebrated. Thing. nothing special happened just a day like any other day yeah there, I, I was told there are actually some religious reasons why people don't celebrate either in Islam so, haram. in Islam yeah, yeah. For my, hus my husband is more inclined to that he's like no it's not allowed yeah it is haram, period like there's okay. no in between yeah yeah because when you go back to the history of the saint valentine and yeah. all that if we're going to dig deep yeah. from a muslim perspective mm -hmm. it is haram and since yeah. we are trying to be better muslims yeah. and be aware of these things yeah we should just know it is haram yeah no yeah some christians <laughs> others sweet others say they can't be celebrating and honoring a martyr. So I guess people are conflicted about it. Yeah. And the whole idea of, of uh, linking a color to a, a day, who said you're supposed to wear red on Valentine? Like, why is it so important to wear red? Because St. Valentine wore red. I don't know. 
you know, do you get why you would start asking questions about why why are you giving this one day so much? So Bye. much old power. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Okay. Again, they say that, red, like hate they say red. Most of the people like when you do research at nature, you'll find that red attracts love and happiness. According I, to I thought it was opposite. No, like the red Greek, actually the Greeks and the Hebrews consider red oh. to be a love so that's because generally generally yeah. red is danger everything evil so a bit contradicting there but okay but the hebrews and the greeks they believe red symbolizes love it's, but in christianity there is no mention of valentine okay. or the day 14 in the bible okay so, i've done a quick google search and mm -hmm. it's saying it's it originated as a Christian feast day honoring a martyr mm -hmm. named Valentine. Yes, Saint Valentine's. Yes, I've heard of him. Hey, and now it's making sense why it's actually like haram. Yeah. It's actually making sense why it's haram. But so even in Christianity, there's no place it's written in the Bible. If if they're following the Bible, then it's not written. So I don't know. So it's more. It's, it's more of a Western thing. Yeah. It's and a Roman thing. Yeah. The thing, it's a very old tradition which is thought to have originated from a Roman festival. The Romans okay. had a festival called Lupercalia in the middle of February, officially mm -hmm. start of their springtime. And oh. it was marked by lots of different rituals. Rituals? Okay. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Why say less? You had me at Rachel, so. Hey, hey, okay. <laughs> this questions. Maybe our listeners can help us answer this question. Like, what is Valentine? Who said Valentine? Who came up with the idea? Zin? For for us, actually, Zin, the Africans. Why is it important? It's yeah. not important. You think the people yeah. in Shags mm. worry about Valentine's Day, like it's a day that crosses their mind. This is the Western thing that we have adopted as Africans because yeah. the Westerners celebrate it and we are used to following everything they do. Also, mm -hmm. to us, it's become a big deal. So everywhere there's the red balloons, red roses. Okay, I don't mind the roses though, but we made it such a big deal. Do you remember, for example, when we were growing up, it wasn't yeah. that much of a big deal. Like you would not walk on the streets and have that feel of Valentine. But now it has become mm -hmm. marketable, like flower businesses flourish. If you're selling gifts, your business is yeah. going to boom around this time. So it's just oh, become very marketable right. now. And then with social media again, pressure. Ooh, you want to post your what you did where you went for dinner the gifts you got other people are getting cars if you're getting a car for valentine's then what are you getting a chopper for your birthday <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my oh, god pressure is getting water <laughs> no if someone's buying you a, a car for valentine's day yeah. yeah so on my birthday buy me a chopper Ama, you get <laughs> it's just too much pressure and I'm sure there's a girl somewhere who sat yesterday and was feeling mm -hmm. so bad about herself because why 
can't I be loved the way these people are being loved? The other people maybe went and bought themselves roses and took photos and posted online and said how their man was so wow. Self-love. No, you know, know, just getting a perception. For example, we know I'm single and then I go, I buy myself roses and I I, I take a photo and post the roses online and say I have the best man in the whole world. Then that one you would actually need help. But you see, for you, yes, it's society. For you to seem like you're with it, you're also being loved. You have to post. People need to know on this day that I was loved right. You have oh. just to seem relevant, which is what social media is to, to us. I think we'll delve deep into social media. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot, a lot to unpack on, on that topic. For me, I think oh. it's just shut and formal. Like the feeling of being left out. Like nobody wants to feel like that. Maybe that's why they're doing those things. But anyway, that's exactly a very, very that. Simple. It's exactly that. But you see, you're yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. What about that young girl who is seeing everyone online posting how they've been loved, right? How they've been bought for a new phone. They've been taken out to uh, expensive dinners. They've been taken away for the weekend or something like that. You know, for her, who's not getting this, she's feeling like something is wrong with her. I know know what you're talking about. Mm. So you see how someone can get carried away or someone can sit and feel really badly about themselves. Another example would be if you compare yourself with uh, people your age or younger, and uh-huh. on social media, they look like they're doing so much better than you. And you, you know, where you are in your head isn't yeah. where you're supposed to be. So you start comparing yourself. You see that effect it would have on your mental health. Now, since mm-hmm. you're already in social media, why don't we just talk about this social media? That's what I was <laughs> It has taken another trajectory. Yeah, because when you think about it, I, when you think about yeah. it, I can actually imagine someone sitting somewhere watching people's status seeing what people mm-hmm. have posted and the effect it has on their mental health feeling like maybe i'm not worthy of love why is this not happening to me i people don't find me attractive or is it because maybe i'm not able to fall in love easily what is happening so there is the part where you can take it just to fit in into your society, just to make people think that you actually have it all together. And there's the mm-hmm. other part where you can sit down and dive into that stress and get into depression because of uh, this Valentine aspect. Or there's another part where you can just tell yourself, ah, I don't have to be the way Lena is saying, I don't have to feel loved by someone for me to actually love love. Maybe I can celebrate myself. I can love myself. I can buy myself flowers and be like taking myself out on Valentine. Self-love is important. Yeah, I think it depends how you how you look at it. If you look at in the envious way, definitely it will have an call on your mental health. But now yeah. if you join the all committee, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel I, I feel like it will have less less effect on you. But still, yeah. I can imagine how a 25-year-old who has not received flowers is actually feeling. So yeah, it's it's crazy. And there's 
a bunch of other 25-year-olds, if you're comparing yourself to your age mates, who, yeah. who are really, some are Indiani, others are in Watamu, others are in Nanyuki. Other people have been taken to beautiful restaurants. They have re- received big bouquets of flowers. Others' flowers are wrapped in money. And now you, <laughs> you're just stuck there wondering, okay, what is wrong with me? And then you start comparing and, and yeah. you now fall into depression because yeah. you feel like these people are doing better than you. Not realizing oh, wow. that social media, and we can all attest to it. Illusion. Illusion. The day, yeah, the day I am, I can't get out of bed, my anxiety is off the roof. I'm not going to go yeah. onto social media and post that. Never. So you never, the good show that, you never show your suffering. But the moment mm-hmm. I go to a good restaurant or I'm doing something fun, I'm very quick to post and show yeah. what I'm doing. But people Absolutely. forget that. You forget that even you as a person mm-hmm. never post the, the hard times. Yeah. The, the girl posting in Diani, for example, the man paying the bill could be an 80-something-year-old who she doesn't like. But to keep up the lifestyle, you're there with it. Mm-hmm someone's grandfather yeah you don't know the story yeah you don't know someone's story and then you don't know she might be lying to you it's the boyfriend who's paying for all this but maybe the boyfriend doesn't even have a and and you're there being envious and you don't know the entire story so you're beating yourself up trying to keep up with all these fakeness and all these illusions being created by people on social media do you know there's a time i sat down and asked myself who is setting the standards for my life? Am I the one who's setting the standards for my life? Or is it the people on social media who are setting the standards for my life? Because can you imagine who said this is pretty? Who said going to Diani is like the best thing you can ever do in your life? Who said Nobody. yes and chocolates on Valentine proves that you're actually in love or you're actually being loved? Like, who is setting these standards and why is it dictating how I should live my life? That's the question you should keep asking yourself every time you see these things and you're feeling pressured. You should ask yourself, like, who is setting the standards? Why are they controlling me? (laughs) You become a puppet. You become a puppet to people that don't even know you, don't even care about Because now they're dictating. Buy flowers. You go buy flowers and you pretend, my boyfriend bought me flowers. Imagine. There is madness. Complete madness. But we're not like here bashing people out. There are some people who actually... Yeah, I hope we're not sounding like haters. We are pro-Valentines. We are pro-love. We just don't want anyone to have an unnecessary pressure when you don't know the background, when you don't know the story, you don't don't know the history. So, yeah. yeah. We're not even pegging it on Valentine's alone. It's just social media as a whole. For example, Mm -hmm. somebody moves to a new house and they've bought uh, furniture, a TV, a fridge. Like, they've got it all together. And now you're looking back at yourself and wondering, why am I still at home? You start giving yourself that pressure. Another thing is people are going out every weekend. They're posting on social media. You start feeling like, why am I not going out every weekend? So you start going out every weekend and venting your account just to mm-hmm. fit in to the standards that social media has created. That every weekend, yeah. 
we're supposed to go mm -hmm. out. So you go and spend so, money that you shouldn't have mm -hmm. so that you, you can post on social media and fit in and look like you're with it, like the rest of the people. So yeah. I have a question. Do actually do people actually feel that when they go into social media? Like they do. Real real formal. For real formal. There's there was a statistics Yeah. And and it showed that uh, people who spend so much time on social media, especially mm -hmm. a certain group of youth, fall yeah. into depression, fall into FOMO, fall into anxiety because of the pressure and the effect it has on their mental health. Wow. Some end up committing suicide because you feel like you're not good enough. Wow. So it's an, a whole pandemic. It's a problem. It's a big problem. And there's this other... Yeah of uh, quick fixes you feel like you can make it in life quickly yeah. you don't want to go through the process you just want to make it you don't want to do the hard work you don't no. want to get your hands dirty you want the no. easy life you just want the fuck. easy life and what you, you may yeah. call it out, but that uh -huh. is why i edgar's edgar's bbc network like yeah like for me it's more like bbc to me because like he gives us all the juice all the news like, okay, so this person is all lavish, creating all this fuss that he's living a very good life. One, two, three, and Gabby. Imagine all, all these things we're talking about. Actually, me to me, social media, I thought for, like for everybody is just purely entertainment. As in, we just want to push, push time a bit, see what is going on, but to actually have this conversation that it has this kind of effects on small girls crazy it does it's it's crazy wow. it does it's it's really it's really it's a really big thing maybe that is why like um you, you remember the app that really introduced me to the gratitude app yeah where yeah. you should that you're grateful for i think that would help like for someone who social media is affecting their lives and, th and they're thinking that they're actually not living life but they're living a mediocre kind of life I think the gratitude app would help mm -hmm. because of the gratitude jar where you just write things that you're grateful yeah. for, just throw it in that yeah. jar. Then once the social media takes a hit on you and you feel worthless and you feel like this is this is not where I want to be, you just take your gratitude jar or your gratitude app and read things that you're grateful for. I think it's going to yeah. lift you, make you see life from a different point of view. Because we all have a journey and we are, we all came from somewhere and we're not the same people that we are. So there's a lot. I also, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I also think if, if you've done the self-work, you know yourself, I think it, there would be less that would actually affect you. As in, you consume what you can take. Um, social yeah. media is broad. These, these negative you can consume negative information positive it's it's how you were built so if you are sensitive to certain just just don't do it certain content don't do it maybe, yeah maybe what you can add to your point is if you feel like your self-esteem is low yeah it's low yes do the work that, first I mean, and then that, that means maybe you'll, you'll see social media differently but yeah. wow but you see how you guys yeah. are thinking is you're yeah. thinking as people who are aware of these things. So you can think like that. Picture a 20-year-old 
you're just joining campus and maybe yeah. you just have pocket yeah. money and this pocket yeah. money is your food and everything and then there are your classmates who yeah. don't cook they're eating out every day the weekend they're out partying yet they're living life and you can't afford it now think like that 20 year old girl oh boy mm-hmm. now who who is now wanting to keep up with that life and she can't afford it yeah when you think like you end up you'll end up doing things that will make you reach where your friends are and most of the time it's not things that will help you to actually destroy you later on but maybe this is why, why people take advantage of girls in the uni because when you're in campus this is the pressure you face this is the pressure that hits you hard. Yeah. And, and you you're think, naive. Yes. And in <laughs> campus, you have yeah. just gotten your freedom. For most people, freedom. you've just gotten freedom. I can do what I want. Nobody is asking me, where are you going? What time are you coming back? You're, there's no restrictions. Mm-hmm. So now, your classmates are actually living the life, but you can't afford it. So you end up doing things that are not good just to fit in so that your timeline or your feed on Instagram is looking popping that oh you were out this weekend we went on a road trip to Naivasha we did this it's it's just all pressure to fit in when we were growing up we didn't have that you didn't know what your classmates did until Mm -hmm. Monday when you meet for example, and they tell you this is what I was up to during the holidays. You didn't know what anybody was up to until schools open and you're told to write that composition of what you did over the holiday. That is when you'd know what people were up to. So there was no comparison really. But now um, young kids from as young as 10 have access to social media. So you see so-and-so is wearing this shoes. I also want this shoes. You see how the pressure starts from when you're very young. So you absolutely that in way, yeah. When you've mentioned like when when you were back in school, someone would tell you about how their their holiday were or was. Like it didn't affect us at that time because to us it was an adventure. We would sit around someone telling us how they went to Mombasa, how they went to Zanzibar or something like that. And it was fun, it was interesting. I don't know at what point did it switch from being interesting and fun to why not? I think when Instagram became a big app. You see, on Facebook, we used to share photos, but it was more written content. So someone would write a post, a long one, and Mm -hmm. share a photo. On Instagram, we're just looking at the photos. We're just looking. Half of the time, you don't even want to read the caption. You look at the photo and that's it. You scroll, you go and look at another photo, look at another photo. And now with the reels, you're seeing a snippet of someone's day. Someone's life. Yeah. Someone woke up, went to have uh, breakfast at Art Cafe, for example. Then they went to have lunch at another restaurant. Then they're having dinner at another restaurant. And you're thinking, I can't even afford my three meals and someone is eating out. So so you see the pressure it keeps putting on you. Yeah, now you can see it. (laughs) Yes, you can see it. And it's in real time because you can see someone is posting in real time. I'm at this and this place having lunch with so-and-so. Yeah. 
Oh, this real-time thing is killing us. Yeah, it's it's very dangerous. So now somebody who's not aware that I, I'm yeah. not showing my good times. Imagine, and then you're struggling. Mm -hmm. Imagine the pressure it puts on you. And then you're comparing yourself to people your age. Some are even younger. And you're mm -hmm. like, they, they mm -hmm. have their life figured out and I don't. So can you see how it can lead to depression, anxiety, and for somebody who truly damaged suicide? Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah, 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 true. suicide. Yeah, that's true. Especially people in high school. That's, I think that's why this case of suicide is more in high school and in campus. Yes. Yeah. Because so you what, know, you're uh -huh. all, like for example, in campus, most of you are all yeah. not working, but mm -hmm. there's this girl here who's just living life. She's coming with the best shoes, the best handbags, the latest phone over the weekend. She's driving. She's traveling, yeah, she's driving. And you are here struggling to, to just have at least breakfast and supper. And here your classmate is living life. The pressure it puts on you. For people our age, for example, yeah. But like have, now have you seen the LinkedIn? Oh yeah. I was scrolling LinkedIn this morning. I'd not even gotten out of bed. I'd seen somebody had sent me a message. So I go and then I check LinkedIn and I'm seeing the first post is so and so has started a new position at ABCD place. The second one, so and so has been promoted to Tijuana. The third one, so and so is starting a new position. And you're like, I spend most of my day applying for jobs. And here people are just starting new positions. What am I doing wrong? Then I start back and I'm like, now I understand how this pressure can get to you and you start getting depressed. Because oh, everyone totally seems understand. to have it figured out. Oh. So in short, what now that we know all these dangers that come with social media and its pressure, what would you tell a 20-year-old who's actually sitting somewhere now wallowing in self because she didn't get flowers. What 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 can you tell this this twenty year old? As in, how would you? I don't know. Uh, okay, if you're a Muslim, I would tell you mm -hmm. that um, Allah has a plan for you, and just trust the process. If you're not a believer, yeah. I would just tell you to don't believe what you see online. It's not real. It's it's an edited version of someone's life, a very filtered version. They're showing you what they want. Nobody has it all figured out. Everyone has their bad days and they will never show us that. So don't take everything, take everything with a pinch of salt. Like don't believe everything you're seeing online. But I'm just thinking at 20 years old, if I'm told that, I would look at you. You're not talking a lot of BS. You'd not make sense out of it. None at all. Try, try that to yourself. Like, try and talk to your 20-year-old self and, and tell her what you're telling us right now. Do you think she will listen? No. Definitely no. <laughs> so, so what you tell yourself, don't worry. When you grow older, you'll figure it out. You'll see that people are actually like, there's no pressure. That's the Give, it time. No sense. Give it time. Give it time. There's this, there's this part, there's this part you guys are forgetting. This TikTok mm -hmm. couple. Hi, uh, uh, the TikTok couples. Hi. The pressure is getting worse. 
I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to go to TikTok and every time I see those posts, I'm going to be writing that not interested so that it doesn't pop up again. The algorithms are doing me injustice. Interestingly, oh I can feel formal for everything else. But not relationship. I, I sit down and see people and I'm truly from the bottom of my heart happy when if you're happy in a relationship I'm truly happy for you but then I sit down and tell myself if I wanted a relationship me I start getting to know somebody do I even have the energy to want to know somebody then I'm like no I'm comfortable on my own I truly have it's a lot of work I don't feel nothing for relationship so even if someone tries talking to me there's that the devil, that one. I'm like, yeah. you want to play with me? I can also play with you. And then I sit down with myself and I tell myself, you don't have the energy. Tomorrow, you're going to be tired. Sometime last month, there's yeah. someone who was trying to play with my mind and I told myself, you, you're trying to play with my mind. I'm coming <laughs> same energy. You're bringing to me, I will bring. And then the next day, I will truly have no time for this energy and then luckily they stopped talking to me because i'm very dismissive the next day and then that conversation died but i was and i was just thinking i don't have the energy yet so so why why does that energy just dwindle just like that i don't know you have this like is like no and then a few days i'm like i don't even have the time for it so what, what happened to take that direction? Okay, so Monira, you were asking why I switch energies. Yeah, as in one day you're psyched and we're there hyping you. It's like, you can do it. Play his mind. Then after a few hours, it's like, so I want to understand, how do you get to that level? And you pumped us with adrenaline. We were there. And then all of a sudden, shoo. Like, oh, At that time, it's, I think it's just the devil playing games with, with my head. At that time, I'm normally very pumped. Like, and if I tell myself, like that particular time when this person had come to me with all his psych, and I had yeah. said, I know you're being silly, but that same energy, let us go with it. And you can do it together. The next mm-hmm. morning, I just thought, you both know this is a lot of nonsense so why 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 am i contributing why am i wasting my time i feel like at, uh, and i when that when i start reasoning i feel like i'm at a, at an age where yeah. i really don't have the energy to waste my time so yes we talk we waste each other's time and then what i'll just count like okay you wasted my two days my three days we stay texting so, until um, 1 a.m we sit on phone yeah. conversations knowing Full well that not, we're not taking each other anywhere. It just leaves so there's no end game. There's no end game. Because I know deep down when I sit with myself, I know I'm not ready for a relationship. So then what about us? What about you? We are invested. <laughs> well, come, come along on this journey. We, we are invested. You've popped us. We want to see where this story is actually heading and then you just drop us like that bah, without even warning so what happens to us what do we do with that information hop on to the next bus the next person who's going to join let's go with it 
but truly i just don't have the energy to 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 invest in a relationship so online pressure like i see people who are happily in love but the most i can do is be like oh that is so beautiful and that's where it ends because i know okay. there's the bad side of relationship and i don't know whether i'm ready for mm-hmm. that like when i sit down and think about relationship i know there's yeah. a good side and then i tell myself so me i'll meet a stranger and then at some point we'll be fighting and talking to each other badly like how does it get to that and then i tell myself no you're not ready just sit back watch be a spectator so you know some was saying about the couple goals and six goals and so i want to hear you what's your relationship take when you see couples in social media what do you what do you take from it for me like from a social media point of view as in do you just say oh like, and move on yeah i just want to go like um and then move on <laughs> no most of the time this is what happens so, so you yeah you yeah, you you're busy seeing uh it's it's not like you're just busy seeing people actually showing how much they love each other and how much their relationship has worked or has been there for some years and you're like okay wow mashallah this is good mashallah this is good and then i'm like one video down going to other things i'm seeing other things then another video up i'm like now what is going on? why am i doing this I'm like okay i just write not interested it's not like i feel it's not like i feel jealous or anything i just don't like when i feel pressured into doing something or being in something i'm moving at my pace and i'm actually comfortable where i am so alas timing so i don't know why tiktok needs to remind me all these things so yeah like i feel like tiktok is reminding me it's not like i keep searching them but it just keeps reminding me like no please i am not interested at this time show me something else. <laughs> you see that because society has put an age cap on when yeah. you should start settling so you see these things and then you're, mm-hmm. you're like okay maybe i'm at the age where i'm supposed to start settling and then the yeah. you're constantly reminding you that there's something missing in your life that's, so you yeah, get how it it can lead mm-hmm. to depression yeah so you can even yeah crazy crazy So back to that 20 year old you Lynn. Now tell mm-hmm. your give your 20 year old advice now. Trust <laughs> the process. Yeah. It doesn't get better but you get wiser. Yes. Are definitely. That's it. That's it. It doesn't get better but you get wiser and you are strong because you're still there. But anyway, I would tell my 20 year old self that In regarding social media my 20 you know I'm trying to picture as 20 and how deep into social media I was but I wasn't but in our world it wasn't about social media we could see what was happening we were in campus we were living in the hostels we could see let me tell you about me the one thing I never suffer from is FOMO I don't know why I don't know if I'm just very aloof or it's my personality I really don't care what people do. So I used to have friends back in campus who would tell me you, you don't feel formal at all I'm like no 
because I have refused to go out. Not that I can't, I just have said no, I don't want to. So I don't suffer from FOMO. But I, I also know that there's a 20-year-old somewhere who is looking at social media. And I'm, I, I don't know. That would be such a hard thing to advise on. Yeah. Me, me, me actually, what I would tell my 20-year-old self is go through it. Go through that phase. It's important to go through it. Because uh-huh. it's the only way you'll learn from it. Uh-huh. You'll make mistakes along the way those mistakes will actually guide you to make better mistakes. So yeah, I think it's part of life, whatever you feel, as long as it's not directly toxic or envious. If you're looking at it in a better place, go through it. Say all, move. Say mashallah, move. But do not dwell into it until it consumes you, as in until it has mental pressure. So it's like... And maybe everyone's journey is different. Don't compare your life to someone. Maybe somebody else is looking at your life and thinking Mm -hmm. that you've got it all together. So, yeah, don't put pressure on yourself. Be grateful for what you have. For me, if I would advise my 20-year-old self, I would just, like, tell myself, if you knew better, you would have done better. So at that time... (laughs) I knew that was better. I knew that was best. That is why I went through it. But now I'm wiser and I don't think I will do the same things I was doing back in campus, back in back in my 20s. But that time, <laughs> but that time it sounded like the right thing to do. So as long as it doesn't take a toil on your mental health, as long as it doesn't make you feel like you want to commit suicide, it doesn't take you to depression, as long as it doesn't like do those things you can just learn as you grow but if it does get to that point where it's now like risky to you and it's now jeopardizing your mental health then it is it is important for you to seek help it is important if you sense like this is now getting into me like really hard it's okay it can get into someone like yeah i remember when um having shoes from this um this good yeah, like butter was a big deal back in high school. <laughs> yeah, you in campus was backyard shoes. Remember backyard yeah. shoes in West? Oh West. yeah, backyard. In campus it was backyard. In high school, I, succ- I succumbed to that. I yeah, bought like, them. In high, I also bought. I found myself in backyard buying shoes. But so you, you're telling me that's peer pressure, yeah? That's social true. media yeah. pressure. Yeah. yeah. I shopping at backyard because someone some social media some socialite somewhere shopped at backyard or some cool kid in your school went to backyard now you're here shopping at backyard yeah yeah so you just you just have to remember who is setting the standard who is this person who is controlling your life you should control I don't know I don't know I feel like in this generation there are more woke as in it's these little that can actually shake them I'm not saying entirely but I feel like they're more woke. As we are more, we were in emotionally involved. If it was social media, we will put ourselves in it totally. But these generations, I, I don't know. Maybe these little I that can think shake them. They are. Yeah. They're just very self-aware. Yes, they're absolutely. self-aware in the sense that I'm not going to go yeah. to a university and do law because my parents want me to do law. I want to go and do what I want. I want to be a content creator. 
this is the dream I'm going to follow. I want to be um, a dancer. This is what I will go and do. So they're, they're self-aware, but it doesn't mean that these things don't All get to them. them. They do. Yeah. For example, Aziad, you know, she's been given a government job. Yeah. yeah. And you know, the majority of people hating on her, people older than her. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Same as Majimbo. She's a very young girl who's done so well for herself. But the majority Majimbo? of people, Elsa, that funny girl, she's in, she's in America now. She's on the red yeah. carpet. She's attending Super Bowl. Yani she is rubbing shoulders with Hollywood. She used to receive backlash Wait. on the People would hate her. on her. She's a, she was such a young girl at that time during COVID. And the hate She's she received crazy. from Kenyans was a lot. Was a lot. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you see now all the people are the ones hated because Aziad, mm. Aziad grew on TikTok. And then now she's working for a Nigerian radio station here in Kenya. She's been offered a job in government. And instead of being happy that we complain that youth isn't represented mm -hmm. in government. But here is a young girl who has been represent who is representing the youth. But what you'd rather do is sit and hate. So if you felt you could dance like her, why not? Everyone has a phone. Go to TikTok and dance. But <laughs> another way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is yeah. social media has its cons and its pros. Like for example, Asia mm -hmm. took social media in another way and it took her to another level. Majimbo took social media in another way and it took her to another level. So it's up yeah. to you to decide. Like, am I going to allow social media to take me down? Or am I going to use this platform to grow me? Exactly. So there's so many different ways you can actually make use of it. Yeah. What I've learned oh. mm -hmm. now that I'm more uh, mentally aware is yeah. if there's something that triggers me, I, mm -hmm. I, I have the power. I'm the one who chooses what I want to see. So if someone's yeah. content is triggering me in any way, it's so easy to unfollow. You see, it's... I choose I choose Excuse who that. I want to follow on Instagram. I choose who oh, I want mute. to follow on TikTok. Uh, yeah, or mute because it could be a yeah. phase you're going through. So mute the person and then when you're ready, you unmute them. So don't yes. consume yes. content yes. just because. Yeah. yeah. If if I'm afraid of unfriending Munira, I will mute yeah. her. Exactly. Ah, there's a button for muting. Yeah, there's a button no. for muting. There's a button for muting on WhatsApp. There's mute on, on Instagram. Instagram. But I also wow. feel that at the age we're at, mm -hmm. if Munira, if whatever she's posting is triggering me, yeah. Yeah. I should be able to unfollow and Munira doesn't take it badly. I, it's just for my mental health. I will follow you back when I'm ready to. And I don't see whether there's a problem with that. Same as for you uh, at that point. But for many, I don't think, like for me, I don't think I'm there. Like oh. you have to be actually woke. I mean, to be mentally aware yeah, for you to, to actually to even receive constructive criticism. criticism. Yes. Yeah. Do not take anything personal. If you take any everything personal, trust me, you will not function. You, you will be function. breaking down everything time yeah, yeah. because me so I'm actually... okay when if mm. for example i go through these phases when i don't want to talk i can be posting on instagram all day but you'll send me a message on whatsapp i will read it and i will not respond and i'm not i don't feel 
bad about it. I will talk to you. It's my WhatsApp. I will respond to you when I want to respond to you. You can call me. I will see that phone ringing and I will not pick up because I don't feel like yeah. talking right now because it's my phone. You, the same way you picked up your phone to call, I can decide not to pick up on my end. And it is okay. And there's nothing wrong between us. It's just that I'm not feeling that way today. And when I'm feeling better, I'm going to respond or I'm going to call you back. And it should also be okay. And if you feel like you want to take some time off also, it is fine. Yeah. Let's just, like, just do what you want. It's your life. You live it the way you want to. Don't you care about what yeah. other people think or say. That is them. It has nothing to do with you. That is something I'm strongly doing. This I don't want to talk. I can't deal with this energy right now. Let me just keep quiet. You don't have to. Yeah, there are times I don't check Instagram at all. There are times I don't check my DMs at all. I will be on TikTok most of the day. Other times I don't even check my phone. I'll just watch Netflix and not bother what is happening until I want to check. That way I think you really protect your mental health. But let me ask you this, yeah? Mm -hmm. Like how many people are actually in that level? Very few. Where you can, very few. Yeah, you you actually need to do the work for you to get there. And majority of the people haven't done that work. Or they're in the process is just baby steps. So is, I think... Which is okay. Yeah, yeah, it is okay. Take your time. Choose what you consume. Don't be easily swayed. I think mostly be aware. I think once you're aware of the things that trigger you, you're you're making a step to being better because if uh, if seeing people uh, showing their successes online, for example, is triggering, mute these people and follow these people. What you don't know will not hurt you. So also to be to be to be a bit off the topic. It's like if you're actually seeing people's successes and you're feeling some type of way in your heart, I feel like you need to do more work cleanse your heart no but munira for example look at it it has nothing to do with um chafu. yeah you can't say that because it's not it is there's a thin line you cannot easily cross that one to go to the other side that is why if it's triggering you mm. at follow until you are able to deal why are you subjecting yourself to things that do not make you happy I remember there's a time I was watching Over 25 and uh, mm -hmm. saying that he had muted Ivy and uh, what's her name, Mr. Ram or something. Mr. Because they were at a point of life where she really wanted to be and them being there and her struggling to get there was affecting her. So she went and muted the two of them for some time that she worked on herself. Then once she was able to accept where she was and be able to deal with herself, then mm -hmm. she muted them and she was able so, to, to take their growth and whatever they were going through positively and it wasn't affecting her anymore. So it's okay to mute people and work on yourself first. Working on yourself doesn't mean nothing. Let, me, let me ask you this in relation to that, yeah? So if... Whatever story, story you've just given, it's close friendship, yeah? Very now, close. if you go through that stage where you're 
questioning your progress. Your friends are making this progress. You're feeling some type of way. So, and they're your close friends. Do you actually communicate with them or you mute them silently? When you mute them away, it's fine. Whichever way is fine. Yeah. Okay. Because if I mute you today, you won't know that I muted yeah. you. So I've even yeah. saved myself and you that conversation. It, it's, you know, it's about me. It's very personal. And also, um, you don't have to be yeah. part of every conversation. This is one thing I'm realizing. You don't have to be, mm -hmm. even in a friend group, you don't have to be part yeah. of conversation let me give an example like you Munira yeah. and Muna mm. both mothers yeah. you'll notice there are times when you're deep into motherhood I will not comment anything it's like I'm not even yeah. because it's not something I I relate to I relate to so I don't have to have an opinion and I can be left out of that conversation and that is fine and feel nothing yeah yeah and I feel nothing it no, imagine how many doesn't people relate do. to me for example, if Saumo and I, for example, mm -hmm. we're seeing that we're dating, you know, that's a yeah. conversation you don't relate to and it's okay. This yeah, is but me, I am everywhere. And, and it, <laughs> if you don't relate to it, that is fine. Yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like you don't have to be part of every conversation. That way, you're also protecting mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah. So uh, in, again, how many people are in that level? How many people can actually reach that level? As in, yeah. it all goes back to emotional intelligence. You know how to control your emotions. You know how to place your emotions where necessary. So, yeah, I think it all takes back to our book, why we started here. So, yeah. So, in, talk, in, guys. I think in conclusion, just protect your peace and don't succumb mm -hmm. to pressure. For me, I would just yeah. say... Ask yourself every time, who is this setting the standards? If you're not the one, then close it. I love that. I really love that. So that has been an amazing conversation. I think we have gone off topic and then we came back, but it has been beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> listening. Follow us on Instagram on at Safe Space Podcast KE, on TikTok, Safe Space Podcast KE, on Twitter. Safe Space Podcast KE. Bye guys. Bye guys. Bye.